Hello, I'm Joe Honeyhockey, and welcome back to the Heavenly Social, where I introduce you to our heavenly brothers and sisters. This episode is going to be a little bit different. If you've followed the show, you'll know that I've been on hiatus for a few months. Well, I guess uh, uh, a little bit more than just a few months. Now, there's a few reasons that kind of added up to me taking a break, uh, not least of which is the simple fact that when you lose that inertia, uh, it can be real tough to get back going again, even if it's something that you love doing, like I love this show. So in the interest of getting myself back into a routine that involves introducing you, dear listener, to those individuals the Catholic Church declares infallibly to be our friends in heaven, I have decided to make this episode all about why we should make friends with the saints. We know they exist. Uh, some of us may even see them as nothing more than an extremely moral historical figure, and some of us may not even think of them at all. So today, I want to share with you why I believe wholeheartedly that it's worth the time and effort to make friends with the saints. So I'm going to reiterate just who the saints are, broadly speaking, what their purpose is related to us here on earth, and finally, how to foster a friendship with them. Roll that intro! To start things off, let's go over what we mean by saints. It's a common phrase used sometimes even in non-religious circles to describe a quote-unquote good person, or someone you might consider moral. Now, this falls short of what the church means when it refers to someone as a saint. Being a good person your whole life isn't a prerequisite. You don't have to get along with everyone. You don't have to work miracles or even achieve great things. So, what the heck is a saint? A saint is most simply a holy person, which is a bit different than being a good person. Literally, the word saint is derived from the Latin sanctus, which means holy. A saint first and foremost seeks to please God before anyone on earth, a saint strives and struggles to follow his will alone, and as a title in the Catholic Church, it refers to an individual who is united with God in heaven. We describe saints as those who are in the church triumphant. They succeeded in the ultimate mission in life. This is as opposed to us here on earth who are members of the church militant, where we're still in the midst of this struggle, or those in purgatory, who are the church suffering, where they are undergoing purification before they get to fully enter into heaven. Now, I want to clarify that anyone, absolutely anyone in heaven, whether we know who they are or whether their memory in this life has faded into anonymity, is a saint. The title has been used by the Catholic Church to identify holy people, and is only used after a person is dead. Obviously, we can't claim a person is in heaven while they're still alive here. The evolution of how the church has investigated the lives of saints and holy people is pretty rich, and uh, slightly beyond the scope of what I'm trying to do in this episode. 
but it's definitely worth taking a look, and I've briefly touched up on it on some of my older episodes, so check those out. <laughs> now that we have an idea of what a saint is, why do we care? Why would the church put so much time and effort toward investigating holy people, even going so far as to having a division called the Congregation for the Causes of Saints, dedicated to this? Well, because when you consider our goal is to be like Jesus, to enter into a relationship with God the Father through God the Son, and live the sacrificial life just as Jesus did, well, that's kind of intimidating. It can really seem like a tall order, and, you know, it kind of is. <laughs> so, how can we be like Jesus, who was literally God, and therefore perfect? Well, that's a tough question to answer, at least in a way that really affects us individually toward action. The church helps us out by pointing to our fellow, flawed, brothers and sisters who did just this. They managed to do what we're trying, struggling, and oftentimes failing to do. We look to the saints because they also failed during their life. Some of them failed pretty spectacularly, but they persevered, and in the end, we know that they succeeded. On the most basic and broad level, saints give us hope when we fall. They encourage us to pick ourselves back up and try again. Hence the popular phrase, there is no saint without a past and no sinner without a future. And on that, we also happen to receive a pretty vast treasure of wisdom from many saints. There are the intellectuals, such as St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine. But I mean, there are also uneducated saints, such as St. Isidore the Laborer, who was just a farmer his whole life. But all of them offer insight into what it means to seek God through different avenues. I mean, whether by words or by the example they set by their life. On top of this, to go beyond merely looking at saints as distant role models or simple historical figures, we preach that they are very much alive and active in our lives. Yes, they are living in heaven and are constantly praying for us. They aren't guiding us from a distance. They aren't simply guiding us by the example they left us. The saints are right here, right next to us, giving us real dynamic encouragement and hope, and begging on our behalf to God that he may give us all the graces that we need to overcome our struggles, and then some. But perhaps I should let Jesus himself tell you their purpose. There's a book that I read a little while back called Insinu Yesu, which is effectively a journal kept by a Benedictine priest who experienced an incredible number of locutions while before the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, locutions meaning he heard Jesus, and sometimes Mary and even other saints, speaking in his heart. So he recorded what they told him. So here is the passage uh, about what Jesus says regarding the saints. Uh, his, the journal entry is January 30th, uh, 2010, and it reads as follows. I have brought so many of my saints and blessed, so many of my friends here in heaven with me, into your life to help you, to guide you, to intercede for you. You are not always aware of their presence, 
nor of their intense activity on your behalf. I give tasks to my saints. I share with them the ministrations of my merciful love to souls. I invite them to enter into the lives of my servants and friends on earth, and to educate and guide those whom I love and have called to eternal glory. The life of my saints in heaven is one of cooperation with me in my twofold mediation as eternal high priest. Through me, and with me, and in me, they glorify and praise my Father. And through me, and with me, and in me, they dispense graces to souls and intervene with a perfect love in the lives of their sisters and brothers who walk as pilgrims on earth. I have charged so many of my saints to walk with you, to attend to your needs, to obtain for you the graces of repentance and illumination and union with me that my merciful heart so desires to give you. Some of these saints, though not all of them, are known to you. They have adopted you, some as brother, others as a spiritual son. Their interest in all that you do and say and suffer is continuous, and they are attentive to you at every moment. Call upon my saints, ask for their help, walk in their company, invoke those whom I have made known to you, welcome those whom I will make known to you. One day you will be united with them in me, in the glory of heaven where my face will fill your soul with an ineffable joy, the same joy that is the delight of all my saints, and the reward of those who have sought my face on earth. Invoke those whom I have already brought into your life, and remain open, for there are others whom I will present to you, and to whom I will entrust you in the years to come. There is nothing I can add to that. So then, how can we make friends with the saints? Now this part is easy. Just ask. Like Jesus says, be open. There are innumerable saints who are dedicated very specially to you, some known, some unknown, but they'll be with you all your life. If there's a saint who finds their way into your heart, or maybe you just can't help but see them everywhere, uh, almost as though is, uh, the saint is stalking you, <laughs> then, like all friendships, start by just saying hello. To that saint. Say hi in the morning, or whenever you think of them. Recall what Jesus said, how they have adopted you, some as brother or sister, others as a spiritual son or daughter. Get to know the saint, and then spend time with them in prayer. They want to see you united with Jesus. If you let them help you in this life, you'll without a doubt join them in the next, and then you will get to be one of those saints who helps some poor soul here on earth. Truly, the saints are the greatest community that we can be part of. If you want to be a saint, then you should surround yourself with saints. Simple as that. And there we have my comeback episode. I'm kind of in the midst of a somewhat drastic career change that I might talk about at a later time. But uh, for now, I can't really commit to a consistent upload schedule at the moment. But it's so much fun to be back and giving this the attention that I've been wanting to. So with that, I'll see you next time. 
and outro.